Thanks for listening to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett. Thanks for joining me. My husband just took off in our minivan with our three kids. It's 7.10. I have a hot cup of coffee in my hand, my dog at my feet, clean house. I had my cleaning lady come yesterday. So all is well with me right now. Anyway, I hope it's well with you as, as well. I am about to share with you Megan Dolan's piece from our recent Portland show. She's a Los Angeles mom, but she flew up to Portland with her husband to be in the show. Megan's been in multiple expressing motherhood shows. She lives um, in Long Beach and she's so talented. She has two young kids, but she just keeps writing and plugging away. And I'm really happy that she asked me to produce her one woman show. We'll do a a table read for that in a few weeks. And then she's hoping to get that up in the fall. Megan is a proud founding member of the acclaimed Elephant Theater here in Los Angeles. And she has had the privilege of acting in many elephant productions. She was recently chosen to perform an excerpt from her upcoming solo show, Snack, at the LA Women's Theater Festivals. And she's performed numerous times at the Elephant Theater's Storytelling Night, The Trunk Show. She lives in Long Beach, as I mentioned, with her husband, her son, and daughter. And Megan has been writing a lot about her son's recent diagnosis, recent meaning two years ago, with autism. And so... That is what Megan's piece is about, yet again, as she keeps navigating these new waters. So anyway, without further ado, here's Megan Dolan sharing her piece with Expressing Motherhood. I am not an alpha mom. Hell, I'm not even a beta mom. What's the next Greek letter? Gamma? Delta, Epsilon. I think I'm more of an Epsilon mom. You know, when I'm amongst a gaggle of mothers who are debating the pros and cons of delaying vaccines or the benefits of organic produce, I rarely voice my opinion. That is when I actually have an opinion. A lot of times I'm kind of just blank. (laughs) I'm I'm a listener, you know, an observer. And I would argue that in the current toxic political climate, these are valuable qualities to have. (laughs) But when my five-year-old son is diagnosed with autism and I am plunged into the special needs world, a world awash, with alpha moms. They have to be fierce. It becomes apparent that my laid-back epsilon ways might not serve me here. I'm sitting in the large drafty meeting room at the Hermosa Beach Kiwanis Club, and it's my first time. I'm here for the monthly meeting of FEET. That's F E. A-T, and it stands for Parents for Effective Autism Treatment, but the acronym is a little confusing (laughs) because it lacks a P for parents, and it just starts with the F for four, and I keep forgetting what the F stands for, so in my head, I I just change it to Puffy. 
and across from me is a very professional looking woman with jet black shiny hair and she's wearing a gray pencil skirt, white blouse and black blazer and her clothes fit so well, she must have her own tailor. I read once in O Magazine that the only way to have your clothes really flatter your body is to have your own tailor. Really, Oprah? Really? A few more women assemble themselves in the cold metal folding chairs and they all look well moisturized and put together in a very Lululemon sort of way. Pencil skirt looks around and says, okay, I think we all know each other here. And then her gaze falls on me. So what's your story? Uh, oh, hi, I'm Megan, and um, my son Tyler is five, and um, he was just diagnosed with Asperger's. I mean, autism spectrum disorder, and um, the biggest challenge is that he won't talk to other kids, and so we've been working with this psychologist, and she observed him in his classroom at, at Mark Twain Elementary, it's our neighborhood public school, and she said it was just way too chaotic, there's 35 kids and one teacher, and so we had to find a smaller class size, so we moved him to a small private school, has 17 kids and a teacher and an aide, and that's, that's where we are now. <laughs> Pencil skirt takes a beat. Okay. Well, the first thing you're going to have to do is hire a lawyer. A lawyer? Yes. You're going to have to put him back in the public school system. Private schools do not have the infrastructure to offer services. What's your school district? Long Beach Unified. And Pencil Skirt keeps talking, but in my head, she just sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. Just wah, 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 wah. Because... Tyler's only been at his new school for a few weeks. You know, he hasn't had time to adjust. And every morning when I drop him off, he begs, Mommy, please, let me go back to Mark Twain. I miss Diego. He had made one friend in kindergarten, Diego, and he wouldn't speak to him, but at recess, they would wave to each other. But after we left Mark Twain, they immediately gave Tyler a spot to a kid on the waiting list. So if we go back to Long Beach Unified, we'll be in an entirely new school. That's three schools in two months, and that's way too much for any kid. Who am I kidding? It's way too much for me. Oh, shit. Pencil skirt's asking me a question. What? Does he struggle with the curriculum? No, no, he's reading and he's doing advanced math problems. Okay. Well, the district will want to evaluate him, and because his deficits are social and not academic, at least not yet, you'll want to keep an eye on reading comprehension and auditory processing, they're going to say it's not their responsibility. The truth is, they're trying to protect their resources. They don't have enough money, so they don't want to give you any. They're going to tell you what a wonderful kid your son is and how he's very bright, and they'll blow smoke up your ass and say he'll probably grow out of it, but that's BS. You don't outgrow autism. Early intervention is key, so you're going to have to fight. You will most likely have to sue the school district and go to trial. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll do that right after I visit my tailor. Pencil skirt gestures to a blonde woman with crystal blue eyes who is somehow totally pulling off this French braid that starts on the side of her head 
and winds completely around to the other side. And it looks elegant, stylish, and not in the least bit Amish (laughs) or plural wifey. (laughs) Helena here sued the Manhattan Beach School District and won, and now both her girls each have a one-to-one aide in the classroom. Jesus. Helena cracks a hard, one steely smile as if to say, I'm a badass warrior mom who won't take no for an answer. What are you willing to do? What am I willing to do? You know, willingness has never been my problem. I've got willingness up the wazoo. My problem lies in execution. I'm hindered by an unfocused mind, crippling anxiety, a lack of basic life skills, and a tendency towards overwhelm. So keeping everybody fed, rested, bathed, and delivered to school and extracurriculars in a somewhat timely manner is already way beyond my capabilities. And now I'm supposed to... <laughs> I know, right? I'm supposed to add a lawsuit into my schedule? (laughs) But these moms, they're all alpha. They've got energy and organization for days. They're probably part of that segment of the population that thrives on four hours of sleep. But is there another Epsilon mom here like me? Probably not. She had planned to be here, but then... She realized there was nothing in the house for dinner, so she made a quick stop at Trader Joe's, and she gets home, and she's boiling some frozen ravioli, just praying that the marinara counts as a vegetable. And then her husband texts saying he'll be late, so she nags her kids to do their homework, sloshes through baths, and by the time she wrangles them into bed, her exhaustion is crushing, and she collapses on the couch to just watch a few minutes of Big Little Lies. (laughs) Ah, basking in Reese's alpha mom glow before slipping into unconsciousness to do it all again tomorrow. But she bolts awake at 3 a.m. in the grips of terror that her son is slipping through the cracks. She promises herself she will go to that meeting next month. So she gets up, she walks to the kitchen, and she writes on the family calendar in red Sharpie, all caps, PAFIT! (laughs) Exclamation point. Pencil Skirt hands me a stack of paperwork. Here's the guide for the newly diagnosed, a worksheet for IEP prep, an approved list of our doctors and service providers, and an email list with all of our emails. Well, thanks. Thank you. I'm Yvonne. My son, Calvin, is six. He's nonverbal. Oh, wow. That's... Just breathe. It'll be okay. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Yes. The Epsilon contingent will be present. Thank you.